What's 9 plus 10? 21. <laughs> Episode 21 of the Most Everything Podcast, baby. Yo, you and this Funk Master Flex thing. Hey, man, it's, uh, I'm, I'm addicted to it now. So what's up guys, welcome to episode 21 of the Most Everything Podcast, your weekly dose of... I thought you was going to throw one in there. <laughs> nah, your weekly dose of... Uh, realness? Realness, what's going on in the world. Uh, yeah, a little brought to you, Brought to you by Reese and Corey and them. Uh, follow me on IGR underscore G. Follow me at IG on Corey, at Corey Hill 1. And if you definitely want to send us the general feedback of the show, send us your top five. Email us at mosteverythingpodcast.com. So we, we did get a few um, <clears throat> um, responses for our top five last week. I lost horribly. Yeah, you did. You didn't have to put your poll up. Nope. Because the, first, the one that I put up and the one that most everything podcast. Ah, man, I failed, with, I failed you, Will. <laughs> I failed you up. I tried to I tag him in. I tried to get him to, uh, to it's participate. All good. It's all you good. probably get tagged so stuff now. Right. With so the greatest he, Instagram. He probably don't even pay any attention at all. Nah, probably not. But um I won. I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh god. Um but Jones, um wait, I think this is um James. Who's oh, this James, James O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James O B. What up, James? Yeah, yeah, James. Uh you you you're, you're I mean, I don't know if you don't know how to count or not, but I'm gonna go. He kind of mix, he mixed up the numbers. I think he put the numbers. I'm, gonna, and I'm gonna go with Zach. I really how said it. All right. So first of all, thank you for um, participating. Number four was Ali. Mm. Number three was Seven Pounds. Number one was I Am Legend. Mm. Number five was Collateral Beauty, and number two was The Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. So that's. I mean, it's a good list. Um, list. Of course, one of our most loyal and favorite listeners. Participated because she's a Will Smith, yeah, Kiara okay. fan. Uh, she's a Will Smith fan. Um, so Kiara, uh, her list is actually in order: number five, Bad Boys; number four, Seven Pounds; mm-hmm. number three, Independence Day; number two, Pursuit of Happiness; number mm-hmm. one, I Am Legend. Okay. Um, I love this list. I have no argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would definitely switch. First of all, Bad Boys cannot be number five. You have Martin in it. It's no way Bad Boys can be number I five. I think it, with his, um, I think with the movies, Bad Boys two have to be. I think Bad Boys two is better than one, and two. I think Bad Boys two should be, which I did. I didn't put it on my list. It should be at least top three. Okay, Bad Boys two. There's no argument there. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been my favorite Bad Boys two it, over one. It had comedy, it had action, it had all that. But shit. the first one, rewatch it now. I rewatched it recently. Hmm. So it grew on me even more. I'm like, this one was really yeah, fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I always thought two was better than one, mm-hmm. which is really hard in movies for the second one to be better. Yeah, than, the sequels. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really really hard. Let me mm-hmm. see. I think that was it. Yeah, that was all on my end. That who responded? Nobody sent us an email this week, did we? No, no, no. no right. But yo, definitely thank you guys for yeah, sliding our DMs. Uh, when I put <clears throat> after I pulled my poll up. And I put, yo, send us a DM or whatever. I think my wife, I think she DM'd me and she was she like, did. sliding your DM. So I'm like, baby, just, it's, it's business. All right, it's business. <laughs> ain't, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing like that going on. So what's funny, so we obviously we shared a podcast. Yeah. And I'm scrolling through the comments. Um, I mean, the, the, the DMs. DMs yeah. And I was like, I seen it. And he was like, babe, chair, I'll close it out. I was like, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> 
You want no problems. I didn't know what was going Shit. on. I ain't want no problems either. That's why I say, yo, uh, it, it's it, it's business. It's just for work. Yeah, right? I, nothing crazy going on. I had nothing to say. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. I right, definitely listen to us in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Um, different platforms for you guys to listen to us on and definitely share. And we want to know what platforms you're using. I know a lot of yeah, people bitches, have iPhones. good. Um, to use the iTunes, uh, Angie. Angie right. uses Stitcher, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people. Some people just, use SoundCloud. Some people use Google Play. I just had. Hey, we gotta renew our SoundCloud. Speaking of that. Hey, it's gonna work itself out. <laughs> <laughs> I put it. I put it in God's hands. All right, cool. Um, I just signed somebody up for Stitcher today to start listening to it. So we should have a new, some new comment feedback this week. Love well, it. Next week. Um, so you, you just came back from uh, from Vegas, the city of sin, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came back. So, how was the trip, man? Man, it was a um, it was a very spiritual, relaxing um, bond with black men. Okay. It was just, it was absolutely uh, amazing. Okay. Uh, I couldn't um, <laughs> Reese about to do me so bad. I feel yeah, it coming. I'm, I'm, I feel it coming. But yeah. it it was it was good, man. You you need to spend that time with your brothers and mm-hmm. your friends and. Mm-hmm. You know, get to know them a little bit, mm-hmm. catch up. You know, we, we we get so wrapped up in our own lives True. that we forget about our friends and stuff like that. So, it was good, though. Good. Was good. I enjoyed myself. No no specific details? Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Yeah, I, I gave details. It was a spiritual retreat. We got down there <laughs> late Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um Went to sleep. Okay. Um, Saturday woke up. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Read yeah. the Bible. Okay. Um, New King James Version. Okay. Um, what 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 book did you guys read out of? Um, wash up. Read out of Joshua. Joshua. Okay. Um, what chapter? Chapter seventeen, verse three. Okay. Well, what does it say? Um, don't really recall. <laughs> um, but that was that. Okay. Then we had a nice um, we had a nice brunch. Oh, so nice delicious, brand. so delicious. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And one back. Yeah. Um, back where? To the, to the church. To the oh yeah. okay. And we um. So for the evening service. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To discuss more of Joshua. Okay. Um, and then um Sunday. Yeah. We went to church, obviously. Okay. Okay. Um, got to, so so church Saturday twice and Sunday. So Saturday was like most of school, like. Okay. Learning about the Bible okay, and stuff like okay. that. Sunday was actually church. Got to meet the pastor, mm-hmm. um, Pastor uh, Wayne Johnson. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. But now nah, I respect it. Yeah. Um. So we got to meet him. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked to us about marriage and mm-hmm. you know how it can be hard in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah, Viva Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, Wayne Newton. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Talked to us, gave us some insight, you mm. know, told mm. us how to get through it. Mm. He's been married for a very long time. Okay. Um, uh, then Monday, um, we hung out by the pool. Mm. Um, and then um, Tuesday, um, we uh, we just, you know, picked out. Yeah. Yeah. Ate a lot of food. Yeah. Just picked out. So before, I, we, before we flew out. Okay. Then we flew out. We did... We did a little simple thing, but you know. I, I didn't hear any like alcoholic the consumption of alcoholic beverages. Well, Monday we had alcohol by the pool. Okay, just just like two drinks. Just two, two drinks. Two drink minimum. Do you guys gamble? Uh, just a little bit. That just was Tuesday. Bit. But you know it's a sin to gamble. Right? I know. I said that's what I said. We just did some. We did a little simple things. <laughs> okay. It was the gambling. I mean, you know, but 
in the Bible it says. If y'all believe Corey, if y'all believe this uh, Corey's trip in Las Vegas for a week, first of all, was left on a week. He left Friday, right? So I'm like, all right, it's Monday. All right, he's still in Vegas, living it up. All right, cool, cool, cool. Tuesday, this nigga is still in Vegas. All right, cool, cool, cool. Wednesday. This nigga's still in fucking Vegas. When are you coming back to so we could uh, record episode 21? Thursday. Uh, did you even hear from me? Nah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this nigga Corey probably did. Somebody locked up. Nah. But nah, he's alive in the flesh, guys. Yeah, it's a nice spiritual retreat, man. Yeah, spiritual retreat. Yeah. Right. Hey, I advise everyone to... Go to Vegas and have a spiritual retreat. Or in their own time, when they're ready for it. Okay. Because it's a lot. It's a lot. I bet. Yeah, but it's just, it's a lot. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're gonna jump into our first topic. Um, um, this is this has pretty much been on the hearts and minds of everyone, including um, um, including you know celebrities, you know artists, um, a, a ton of people. You know, has been definitely talking about this incident with Nia Wilson. Um, she was a um, young young lady who. Who was um, attacked by a uh, supposedly uh, supposedly he's a, a white supremacist or somebody who just wanted to do harm to to somebody black? Um, it was Nia and her sister was out um, in Oakland, California. Um, they take the BART. So BART is a train um, that same way in New York here we have like you know our MTA subway. BART is what they have out there in Oakland. Um, they th- so they were taking a train. They were coming from a party or some little get together and. There's one thing that's crazy about it is Nia never liked taking um, BART. She she was like, you know, um, she doesn't like um, the people that take the public transportation. Um, she she was just turned off by the whole entire thing. So um, her and her sister were on the train, and they were randomly attacked by this white guy. This white guy came up to Nia and her sister, um, I believe, slashed Nia's throat. And you know, stabbed her and harmed her sister, where the sister didn't really um sustain any life threatening injuries, maybe uh, maybe um minor injuries. But while Nia was laying there bleeding, her sister was holding on to her, and it's 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 really a sad story. So much so that um Anne Hathaway, Hathaway. came on and she speaks her piece, and you don't usually see um. There's a lot of senseless violence going on in these United States. This this place that we live, this land that we love, home of the free, um, land of the free, home of the brave, um, so to speak, in quotation marks. Um, Air quotes. Yeah, there's so much um, death and destruction going on for our young black brothers. You don't really see celebrities of this caliber um, speak out, but she definitely did. Um, one thing she said, she said in an Instagram post that she posted three days ago. Um, we're recording this on Saturday, so three days ago she posted it. She was like, um, the murder of Nia Williams, may she rest in power and peace. She was she was denied here. Is unspeakable and must not be met with silence. She is not a hashtag. She was a black woman. She was murdered in cold blood by a white man. White people, including me, including you, must take into the marrow of our privileged bones, truth with all black people fear for their lives daily in America and have done so for generations. White people do not have equivalents for their fear, um, for this fear of violence. Given those givens, we must ask our white selves, how decent are we really? Not in our intent, but in our actions or our lack of action. Peace and prayers and justice for Nia and the Wilson family. 
So she definitely turned off her comments because you know people would get in there and have an argument or whatever. So she turned her comments off for this, for this, uh, for after this post. So definitely shout out to Anne Hathaway for stepping up and pretty much using her her place using her her white privilege to call out racism and injustice and you don't have a lot of white people standing up for you know these these attacks on these black people but it's great it's a great thing that she did she definitely um got a follow from me she has 12.2 million followers she has an extra one because i, I just follow her because of that post we need more people with power yeah, like her definitely. Not, not power like her just white people in general mm-hmm. to stand up when they see shit not going wrong Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's this podcast gives us a voice to speak on right. things and and let other people hear from our perspective mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. Right. So, um, like she said, she called out all the white people, like, "Yo, stand up and use your voice," right. because you know, th- no matter how much we rally <clears throat> after you know the killings of um and the killings by black um the killings of black people by by police officers, you know, in cold blood. Um, you know, the the Black Lives Matter movement came about and they tried to criminalize that. They're trying mm-hmm. to say that we're a terrorist organization when we just and people get in our ministries, you know, all life matters. Um, why is only black lives? Because not all lives is being threatened like this. Right. 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 So And they would never understand it unless they lived it. And they never will. So they're going right. on their merry way, skipping and skipping and jogging. Mm-hmm. And um, deaf to all the injustice that's going on, you know, at the end of the day, no matter the color of your skin, you you still breathe the same air that we breathe. You have two lungs, you have a heart, you get have the same the organs same that somebody else has, right? You dress the same way we get dressed. Right. So these, shout out to Anne Hathaway for definitely calling it out. And it's a, it's a real strivacy thing. You know, within 12 hours or within 24 hours, they caught the guy, um, they arrested him. Um, and now, you know, this, they, they even try to criminalize her, right? So I think, uh, one of the photos that they oh, posted I heard of her, about this. Yeah. Uh, it looked like she has a gun, right? On, on tatting on her face or something Right, like, that. like yeah. I'm taking a picture with posing on it, but it wasn't a gun. Mm-hmm. It was a phone case that looked like a gun, right? So again, if they, they want to portray the victim and make it somewhere her fault or make sure, oh, she was no angel, that's not how you grieve and that's not how you, um... That's not how you how you tell the news. You're being one sided. Right. You need to tell both sides, both. all angles. Tell um, the fucking truth. That's all we yeah. want. Fairness and truth. Right. So that shit is crazy to me. R.I.P. Neil Wilson. Um, rest in peace to her. her um, um, my prayers go out to our family. The shit is unfortunate. Um, and yeah, we always we always remember her. And hopefully that guy goes to goes to jail. Hopefully he. He um he has life in jail um because it was a senseless attack nobody provoked him you can't say that oh he was he fair for his lives he just came up to these two young girls and assaulted them for no reason so fuck him whoever he is yeah and he, we still don't have his name they have his name they, they know did who he is. Oh, okay they know who he is but they arrested him yeah, I know that yeah yeah so they know who he is but um I just want to hear okay life in prison or death penalty whatever it is. Do what you got to do, but don't give, don't claim, don't give this guy insanity. Oh, he's he isn't mentally um, stable. Oh, he was a good kid growing up. I don't want to hear that shit because you didn't give Nia the um, the respect, and you didn't you didn't give her the um, 
you you didn't give her that opportunity to, for her to be um to for her to be you know the um the the angel you know the good in school and all that stuff you guys try to paint her as somebody who you know was no angel don't mm-hmm. try to paint this guy as the same thing all right? yeah show his mugshot don't show a picture when he was a kid right all right so a new trend is picking up stream where people are giving expecting moms their only vacation time to add days to the maternity leave this is pretty fucking awesome mm-hmm. Um, Angela Hughes of Kansas City, Missouri was less than a year into her new job as a, at a private college where her daughter was born two months early. She didn't qualify for paid maternity leave because she was new. And she didn't take any take a day off during her pregnancy to save as much vacation as possible for when the baby is born. Her boss donated 80 hours of her PTO to Angela. The rest of her co-workers followed and she ended up with eight weeks of paid maternity leave. This is... That's dope. That's dope. That's that's. I'm just so excited. Like, look at this. Look at this. I mean, I don't understand why. Um, you know, America is um the way we are, and we don't we don't like we don't we don't don't still pay mothers for giving birth. Birth, right? But 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 you need these kids in the world to run these businesses and, and and. do this and do that mm-hmm. and create new innovative ideas and but you don't want to give them time so they can be taken care of properly but you because you want them to pay some other daycare so they can make more money right so it's just all a circle of life but this is awesome and i'm just happy that the job even allowed them to to donate those right. hours right. so this is really cool for somebody who's in dire need and again um, Angela, she was new to her position, so she didn't have, uh, you know, the um, the enough hours of PTO in order to still get paid because mm-hmm. she still has bills to pay or whatever. Right. Bills don't stop no matter if you have a, have a kid or not. And you know, for okay. for her for her to be at ease a little bit while she's taking care of her newborn, who was born two months early, so you know mm-hmm. that's extra care. That's probably extra time the mother has to spend in, right. in the hospital as well as the baby until the baby's is healthy enough to, to get to home. To get home, yeah. Um so even look at places like London, um it says both parents will have um sorry, both parents have a flexible choice of how to split the rest of the leave entitlement. Up to fifty weeks. Wow. So that how many that's how many how many fi- it's fifty that's almost a year. year. That's almost a year. It's only, it's only, you only wow. got to wait two weeks for the year. So wow, in Canada, wow, wow, you, wow. in Canada, you get a whole year off, right. and you can, you can do like the wife does nine months, and the husband does three, or you can do six and six, right. or you can do ten and four. I mean, ten and two can't count. Right. Um, but like, you can do that with your job as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Or y'all can do, you know, this uh, time together, overlap each right, other. Right, right, right. Or y'all can do it. Y'all can both take a whole year off and, mm-hmm. and do it. I mean, you and got still, separate jobs. And you're still able to get paid. Yeah, for the full time. So That's crazy. Yeah, America is just, they just want us to pop babies out, get back to work. Yeah. The, the economy needs to keep going. Yeah. The economy is going to be fine, it is. bro. It really um, is. So is is that's that's just interesting. And you said Canada is um is totally different. Mm-hmm. The UK is totally different. Um, up to fifty weeks, up to a that's year a, that you could, that you could take off. And now in New York, now it's a law. I think um you have to pay. I don't know for for me as a as a new father, whatever. Whenever you get a um like a newborn, I think they said um I could take up to six weeks mm-hmm. um, um paternity leave. And um, but you have up to a year to take those six weeks, so you know you can split it up anytime, you, any any way, anytime you want, just in case you have vacation. Um, but yo, shout out to them for allowing that company for definitely allowing um, them to donate PTO hours right. for, for those in need. 
That's what's up. Yeah. That's love. Disney um, fired Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn after some of his indefensible old tweets mocking rape and pedophilia yeah. surfaced. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, guys, I mean, I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and he was like, yo, if I blow up, I feel like I need to get rid of my Twitter because mm-hmm. I said some shit. And I'm like, yo, fuck it. It's there. I ain't moved my Twitter. I, like, literally, I love my Twitter. You can take every other social media away from me. Just give me my Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this, start, this was from 2009. So it was a yeah. good, uh, like, 10, maybe nine, 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 years nine years ago. ago. Nine years ago. Yeah. This so, was from. So, I mean, it, I mean, I mean, just because you tweeted nine years ago doesn't mean your perspective has changed about it. So I understand why they had to do it. You can't have a guy like that on your roster that that think this stuff is funny. Now I never said anything. Especially in Disney is marketed to yeah, kids and hell like yeah. young kids. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I never said anything this reckless. Mm-hmm. But I've said some you know, some recklessness, but it, it hasn't been this reckless. Um but um I, hey, I don't know where you're gonna go from here, buddy. I mean, for the most part, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies um, has been, you know, entertaining. They've been fun. But like Corey just said, you can't necessarily have somebody on your roster where these things are pulled up. And then, oh, it kind of, and they think that, okay, it represents who they are now. Now, I get that, you know, times change. People get older. People mature. Um, there's some stuff that I said when I was... 18, 19, mm-hmm. that now I'm a, as a 30 year old, I look at it and be like, yo, well, what the fuck shit, was I talking about? What, what the hell was I talking about? I remember about? you used to share the little Facebook chats in the, um, in the um, group chat. Mm-hmm. I mean, your Facebook post in the group chats. Mm-hmm. Like, this boy Reese is wild. Like, yo, this is like eight, eight, ten years ago. I'm like, yo, what? You go, What's going on? Bro. I'm like, ew. This so, is like, yeah, I just farted on the train and I sniffed my own fart. Okay, I was no, like, that's, what? That's lies. I was but, like, but it's, I understand what I had to make the business move, especially in a time now where um, people, you know, in a time where people dig stuff up and in a time where people um, believe with this Me Too movement, you know, it doesn't matter how long ago it was, the fact that it happened. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna rep- it's gonna follow you wherever you go. Sure, you could delete the tweets or whatever the case is. I'm pretty sure James Gunn is not the same person he was now compared to where the same person he was back then. But Disney is looking out for Disney. Disney don't necessarily care about anybody else right. attached to it. With the quickness, Disney could get another director in there because going to Galaxy Three is coming out maybe in the next two years or so. I'm, I'm sure they already have somebody, you know, write down because it's a business. It's, it's a factory. They like keep pumping these things up, but mm-hmm. they have to watch, you know, the the people that are attached it's crazy to their brand. Somebody pulled that those tweets out. Yeah, it, it, those tweets tend to happen when um when you get big. But this guy's been, I think, besides the Guardians of the, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, I think he did like Slither and. He did some some other movies, I don't know what that but is. Um, but yeah, Disney decided to move on from him. A New Zealand-based company, uh, Perpetual Guardian, uh, tested a four-day work week, which they said turned into a massive success. The company helps people with their estate and wills. They tested the four-day work week for two months. Over 240 employees work four eight-hour days. But they got paid for five days. Oh. Seventy eight percent of employees said that they could manage their work life balance. Twenty percent increase in team engagement. Seven percent decrease in employee stress. And five percent increase in overall life satisfaction. So my question is, Corey Hilton. 
What do you think about this? I said it probably five episodes ago that mm-hmm. it should be if they want us to work 40 hours, we should have the option if we want to work five or four. Mm-hmm. And if we do four, 10 work hour days a week. Um, because ten working 10 hours a day isn't as bad as people think it is. Mm-hmm. It's really not. Like, honestly, at our last company, we used to do it all the time yeah. without even re- recognizing, recognizing it. it. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean... Because there's so much shit to do. Yeah, it is. It was. It was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. Shout out to Reese, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about that another day. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm all the way... I literally just said this shit. Like, I was like, bro, like, people... It's two days is not really enough. This is why I'm not two a fan. I'm really not a fan of nine to fives because mm-hmm. your weekend is like this. Mm-hmm. I don't, how many people complain about the weekend? Monday is here again. Yeah. So if you can get that third day off, that Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Boy, life would be good. Yeah. Life would be so good. Like I'm taking three days <laughs> off next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking Sunday off, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't. I can't wait. Can't I'm, wait. I'm Especially so those back to back days. Oh bro. my god! <laughs> it's like I'm. It's gonna be so happy. Yeah. I'm so happy. Like like all my PTO. Like randomly every month, I'm gonna do a three day week. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. like nope. And what I'm gonna do? One month, probably in September, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna work. Sunday through Thursday, take off Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. take off Sunday, Monday, it's four days. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to use a PTO day to take off Tuesday. Take extra day. No, no, I'm going to come back Tuesday and take off Wednesday because that's the day my wife get off early and we can go do our thing. Mm. And then I work the rest of the yeah. So, yeah, this is. Um, I'm, I'm with this. Now, now this this is on a, a much smaller scale as far as, you know, um, as far as what you're actually doing at work. Mm-hmm. So, these people, they're in charge of people at state, you know, when, they're, when people pass away or before they pass away, when they get in their wills together and stuff like that. So, that isn't necessarily manual labor. That isn't the people that's, you know, if for us in New York, that isn't the people that's um, on the train tracks. Mm-hmm. These aren't the police officers. These aren't, uh, you know, other people, you know, that's doing construction and stuff like that. These aren't them, which which I think that, you know, they probably need more time off than us people pushing paperwork or doing whatever the case is. But I think this is a great, this is a great, great, um, great thing that they're testing. And supposedly they want to make it permanent. So the CEO got the feedback, you know, this, um, this thing was tested by a third party. So it wasn't tested by the company at mm-hmm. all. Um, the employee got a feedback and he says that, you know, he's presenting it to the board to make it permanent for them. Now, again, with each um, I'm about occupation, to move to New, what, what, what is, is it? New Zealand. Yeah, I'm about um, to move there. With, e- with each o- occupation, it's probably something different that you're going to have to tweak or work with or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, this is a great thing for, for the, people the, working offices. The only thing I, I will say, I guess, I mean, I, I'm all the way with them getting paid the mm-hmm. five days for the work week and only working four. Yeah. But I feel like they should work like. Instead of what thirty two hours, maybe thirty six, and get paid forty hours, mm-hmm. something like that. If they don't want to give them the, the whole ten days for the four hours, because mm-hmm. ten hours is really not bad, bro. Like mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. Like, like I mean, if you binge watch a season of of, of a show, it's mm-hmm. typically ten episodes, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. an hour. An hour each, yeah. yeah. So like you're like, damn. Next thing you know. Binge watch ten hours, especially when you're going in early in the morning, like eight, 
Eight to seven is not that bad. Mm-hmm. It's really not. Right. And I don't like getting off at five o'clock anyway, because all them all them fucking people in New York. Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta watch out, cause with rush hour, <laughs> with traffic, with with everything that's going on at five, everybody the 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 trains are crowded, uh, the buses are crowded. It's it's a little bit much. But yeah, shout out to that company that's definitely testing that. Yeah, <clears throat> let me see what they do. See if I can get myself over there and get a work visa <laughs> and shit like that. Cause I'm yeah. all the way with this. Um, Maurice Rucker was fired from a Home Depot in Albany, New York. At the incident, when a customer responded to him with a racially charged rant, a customer came to Rucker's register without a leash on his dog. When Rucker told him, sir, when you have a dog in here, we prefer you keep it on a leash. Mm -hmm. The guy responded, fuck you. Uh, You're an asshole. You're a piece of shit. He continued, if Trump was president, if Trump wasn't president, you wouldn't even have a job. He continued, you, um, you're from the ghetto. Um, Home Depot ended up firing Rucker, claiming he didn't follow company's protocol. Fuck Home Depot, yo. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely fuck Home Depot because I got fired from Home Depot, too. How long ago? Like when you was like one of your first jobs? Nigga, I had like 30 jobs. Mm. But anyway, um... Nah, I got fired for being late. It was mm. like where I got the job at, it was far out and I didn't have a car to get there. Mm-hmm. This is in Maryland. Mm-hmm. So like if you're late like ten times, they fire you. It's automatic? Yeah. So, um they they well, what happened was they had got like a new like operations manager. I don't know what her position was. But she came in and she was like, Hey, I'm such so I'm like, Hey, Hi. I was like real nonchalant because I don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. I got a job to do and you're in my way. I don't got time to meet you. You see me over here mixing all this fucking paint by myself. Right. Um, so if you ain't over here helping me and we talking, then get the fuck out of my way is my motto. Um, so after that, she really didn't like me. And I, and I was literally like one minute late and she was like, um, she called me office. Yeah, you've been late 10 times. You're fired. I was like, all right, bye. Had a jo- I had a job literally Literally, 35 minutes later. <laughs> at, um, where was it at? It was at um, Door Run Paints. Okay. So, um, I mean, Home Depot, fuck y'all. Yeah, so um, Mr. Rucker is thinking about um, taking legal action against the company, which you should, Mr. As- Rucker. Absolutely. Because... Uh, uh, Forget these these companies that are siding with the victim. It's not the customer. You know, the customer's always right. In this case, Mr. Rucker was just holding up the, the company's policy yep. where you have to Trying have a leash to. on your dog. And you, and you should... Listen, I'm not a fan of dogs, so I'm all the way with Mr. Rucker. Mm-hmm. But, like, listen, if you come in a store and your dog wants to go off and go try to attack somebody, mm-hmm. and then you get mad when you, somebody take that fucking shovel on aisle seven and smack your fucking dog upside the fucking head... Yeah. Don't get mad and ask for all animal cruelty, nigga. You should have had him under control. Right. If you would have had him on a leash, you would be under control. So based off of that, you're an asshole. And it's, it's sad that some, some, sometimes I feel like animals have better rights than humans. Definitely. Um, 100%. I, like, I, I can't, I, oh, oh, I hate animals. Like, oh, I'm sorry, viewers. I know I got a lot of dog lovers out there and cats. I don't like no animal, bro. I don't like the smell. I don't. My wife want a dog. She was gonna get one in Toronto, but I I, I swiveled myself out of that. One. Right. But man, fuck that. 
I mean, I'm gonna end up losing that battle. She won't get her dog. Eventually. Yeah, she won't get the dog. Right. But I feel like if I put a kid in the first, she'll forget about the dog yeah, again. There it is. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. All right. <clears throat> Three days after the grand opening of a high-end lemonade store in San Francisco, four cops approach Victor Stevenson. God damn it! Keep going. What the hell? I, I know the story. I just thought about it. This okay. shit just pissed me off. Because someone in the neighborhood called and said that he was breaking into his own business. One of the officers, with his hand on his gun, asked him if he could prove that he owns the business. With the key, Stevenson opened and closed the doors. Like With a key? I don't get what it. What else they want? And guess what? He Of course, Mr. Stevenson, he's this a black, black. man. Uh, so, it's... It's starting to... Um, it's starting to get annoying. That's why I slammed my finger on the table. This is the one you was talking about when we was putting this um, thing together that we both sent each other. Right. Yeah. So, like, this guy, I think um, he's... Shit like that, like, any interaction with the police offers something, especially that you know that you're innocent and you know you didn't do anything wrong. Any interaction could pretty much scar you and uh, make you think of people, make you think of the law enforcement in a, in a totally different light. And in this situation, um, Victor, he it pretty much traumatized him. You know, he, he said that he, he he's experienced stuff like this before, mm-hmm. but not while he's a father. I think he has a yes, one-year-old he just son. Had a, yeah. No, not even one. He was younger it's than a that. a couple months. Couple, yeah. A couple mm-hmm. months till um, child that he's he's thinking, you know, what what if this thing happened to me? What if the police wasn't my death? What am I going to do for my family? And he has a legitimate business. Now, mm-hmm. this shit is interesting. A high-end lemonade store. Right. I would love to, to, uh, I to, to see what that looks like. I love lemonade. is my favorite drink. Right. So if any viewers want to send me some lemon drink, lemonade, I'll simply, give my... Simply lemonade, please. I don't care what type of lemonade it is, but simply is one of my favorites. Right. I, I'll send you your address, PO address. Right. But yeah, it's it's um it, it's really disheartening, and um, the officers just approaching them, surrounding them, and just assume something that just because somebody says it, and of course that person that called, I'm pretty sure nothing happened to that person. Nope. Um, no, it I don't know. How does it look like somebody's breaking into his own business, but they have a key? I don't get it. <laughs> but what he's yeah, but- he's not. He's not. White. Um, he's he's, not. A, he's in a white. He can't afford to have a high end lemonade store because he's a black man. And he's. Ugh. Disgusting, just disgusting. <sighs> man, I'm just so excited. F- football is back. This is the last. I'm not really excited football. about that either. Football is back. All right, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I'm gonna watch it, mm-hmm. but I ain't gonna be happy. Why? Because the football, like the fucking the. We get to the sports segment. No, no, fuck that. I'm telling you shit right now. Jerry Jones. This motherfucker. Oh, nigga Jerry Jones. Oh, no, no, no. Let's let's talk about it later. Let's all right, all right, all right, all right. God damn it. God damn it. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Stevenson. Mm-hmm. But you know, fuck this shit. San Francisco, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lemonade. Daryl Fulton wrongfully spent twenty three years in prison for a murder he didn't commit. Was turned away twice when he tried to deposit a state issue check for one hundred sixty nine thousand dollars. So basically, this guy spent. A lot of time in jail. Mm-hmm. He came out. They gave him some bullshit ass $169,000 check. That's not enough, bro. For 23, 23 years? years? Nigga, $169,000. I'll make in the next at least year and a half, two years. Like, fuck that. Give me $5 million. Give me $50 million. Fifty cool. million, yeah, yeah. You talk five million. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take it. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. 
But I ain't really gonna I'm gonna take it But I'm gonna take it With an attitude Yeah give me this shit man That's five million dollars man Fuck out of here Yeah you better put another zero behind that five. Yeah. No karma, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but he was he was going to the bank trying to deposit his check, and the bank was like, "This check is fake. You're black. Basically, you you can't have this amount of money coming there." This guy just got out of jail for for a crime he didn't commit after twenty three years, and then he this is the first thing he not not the first thing, but this is one of the things he has to encounter. How many enduring things does this guy don't have to? Uh, have yeah. to deal with in his life. Right. Like, at what point is he going to snap? Mm-hmm. And and when he snaps, he's the angry black man. Right, exactly. We're angry black man because that's what the media paints. Right. And and but I'm not mad at the media. I'm mad at us for allowing it to be painted that way. Mm-hmm. We have to start annoying the fact that of things that people try to portray us and paint us as. Right. Um, like when. Like, the, everyone is different, and if I ever happen, I don't know how I'm going to respond. But let's say if a white person called me a nigger. The first response, he wants a reaction out of me. Mm-hmm. So the best thing for me to do, especially as a black man in America, is not to give him that reaction he wants. Um, it's just to downplay it is, I would say, mentally, it, every situation is different. Like, if I'm planning out my head, I'm going to be like... Does that make you feel better about yourself? Mm-hmm. Because you can call me a name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sticks and stones, motherfucker. Yeah, basically that that elementary school line. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We we don't know. But we have to, as as black people, stop allowing the media to portray us as one thing. Mm-hmm. And when they try to portray this, people only. How can I word this? People only continuously do stuff that they see a reaction out of. Mm-hmm. If you don't give people a reaction, they you won't... They lose they, power. Yeah, they lose the power. Mm-hmm. And I, I try to tell some of my employees this before. They're like, oh, she did this, oh, she did that. I'm like, yeah, because you're showing that you're bothered by it, so they're going to keep doing it. Right. And I'm, I, oh, this is what it was. Um, she was... Um, something happened. I don't know what happened. And I was like, you know, if you don't ever speak up and stand up for yourself, they're going to continuously do it until you say something. I can only bat for you so much. It's just like if you're in a relationship and, and you're getting abused, mm-hmm. uh, how long are you going to stand for it? Or if you're getting cheated on, how long are you going to stand for it? Right. If you don't get up and do nothing about it, the person is going to continuously do it. So you got to stand up and fight for yourself. And it's not physical. It's just like, listen, I don't like it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like it's it's... Everyone doesn't have that strong will to do that, but if something is really, 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 really bothering you, you you can just say one one simple thing. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> that us. That's it. Shout out to I think later on, um, Chase apologized and ended up. Uh, God damn it! Was Chase? It was Chase. God, I got Chase. Hey man. I, I like Chase. Chase gotta do better. God, God damn it! God. TD like, Bank. If you went to the TD Bank, you wouldn't have had this issue. Yo, fuck TD, yo. Open 24-7. That's what they say. 365, They're definitely open on Sundays. I'll tell you that much. Yo, my wife got TD. Um, so, anyway, I'm sorry, Mr. Fulton. Jesus Christ. Houston fails to give a family of a deceased firefighter their benefits because their fatal cancer was partly caused by her race, uh, which was black. Margaret Roberts served the city... Um, as a firefighter for 21 years, she was des- diagnosed with multiple me- me- meiola. Ugh. 
however you say it, and died in January 2017, following a four-year battle. The city did not believe her cancer was work-related. Instead, officials claimed her illness and subsequent death was because of her race, weight, and family history. Um, multiple myola mm -hmm. is a cancer of a cell that is found in the bone marrow. Now, this one um, is... Uh, a is a little disheartening to me because my mom is a firefighter. She's been doing it. I'm 30. I'll be 31 this year. So she's been doing it for 28, 29 years now. Mm -hmm. And if the city of Baltimore uh, tried to some shit like this, mm -hmm. I am going to fight it to the teeth. Mm -hmm. um, and then after I fight it to the teeth, you're going to pay me for every dollar I put in and mm -hmm. all my time that I took out to deal with this. But... You got these people who go through this very long process. 21 years ago, I don't think it was as long as it is today. But still, it's a long process. A lot of studying. A lot of training. Knowing mm. buildings. Knowing which way to go towards the fire. Which way to go away from the fire. Putting your life on the line. Putting your life on the, the line. Every every single day, putting your life on the line. And, and, and fires that degrees are unheard of. Four, five, nine. 100 degree fires uh, and then the fam she dies we all know she's sick she was 40 for four years mm -hmm. i want to know she was at work throughout that four years and the, the family doctor said that um her cancer was caused from, the from work it was, I'm, it was work i'm not gonna be surprised i mean mm -hmm. they go through a lot they uh, like the training every year the lifting the ladders the pulling the people out the building mm -hmm. Like, it's so much that firefighters do that we underappreciate. Going house to house, making sure people got working smoke detectors. Mm -hmm. Putting smoke detectors in the house. Educating. Like, it's so much. Knowing how to hook up the water hose. Making sure the fire hydrants are set up in your neighborhood that you're designated to. Mm -hmm. So much stuff that they do. And then the time where families in need, you right. decide to say no. Mm -hmm. over, over The city of Houston makes so much money. Mm -hmm. Texas is so big. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes 10 hours to drive from Dallas to Houston. And it's the same fucking state. So, maybe nine hours. But this shit is crazy. Mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm disappointed. Yeah, very much so. Um, I love you, Mom. They, they, they probably want to put the money elsewhere, which is... Which is crazy to me. They, okay. This person worked 21 years, okay. served the city, put their life on the line, and they deserve it. Really and the pension is hers. Oh, it, no, I'm sorry. Not the pension. Sorry. It's supposed to go directly to her family. Right. Um, so, hold on. So, it's a benefits. Right. Okay. So, I mean, it's I mean, it's a lot, but it's really not that much that's really going to put a dent in a government, in the city of Houston's yeah. payroll. Right. You know what I mean? Yo. No, no lunch for the next month for the for staff. Y'all go out buy your own lunch on Friday. Mm -hmm. They'll make up for that. Mm -hmm. like, maybe not, mom. But you get what I'm saying. They can they can cut corners somewhere else just to even get this money right. out there. Right. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed. And if that's how y'all treat your firefighters, then um, I hope all firefighters in Houston and all over the world are, are seeing this story. And um, I sent this story to my um, mom and my um, my best friend. He's a firefighter. Mm -hmm. um, and best friend was like crazy. My mom was like, "What the fuck?" Mm -hmm. So I can, you know how you get those texts and you can hear it in their yeah, voice. Yeah, what the it. fuck? Yeah. Oh fuck a motherfucker up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's my mom. Michael Draker 
was captured on video fatally shooting Marquis McLaughlin in Clearwater, Florida, during a parking lot dispute. Um, Draco would not be um, char- would not be arrested or charged by the police, and of course, it's because of stand your ground law. So, so as no, when we first Florida, well, we, a lot of people knew about standing your own ground before, but when standing your own ground really blew up was with yeah, Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. Martin right. right, rest in peace. Um, so you know, Florida and a couple of the states have this law where, um, you know, you could um, pretty much stand stand your ground and say, okay, this person threatened me, I could you know fatally shoot them or, or fatally harm them because I fear for my life, whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever it is. Now. Um, this is kind of skewed, of course, tailored to the to the advantage of the white people yep, instead of mm-hmm. the black people. Yeah. Because throughout this whole time, the stand your, stand your girl thing has been, you know, in law. There's a lot more um, white people getting off, mm-hmm. and the black people are are the are the ones with the victim, or they they're the ones with the shorter end of the stick. So supposedly, Mister um, uh, McLaughlin and his family um, pulled into a parking spot. Right. Mm-hmm. He got out the car, went into a store. And there's a white man that approached the car, which his girlfriend and I think his kids were in the in the car as well, right? Mm-hmm. So the 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 white um, man was arguing with the daughter about the parking. They weren't supposed to park there, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing, of course, the video has no audio. So I guess the guy was raising he's raising his voice, getting disrespectful, whatever the case is, and. The guy comes, um, McLaughlin comes out of the the, um, the the store, goes up to the guy and pushes him away from from the car, and the guy hits the ground hard, right? Mm-hmm. So then the victim, so then Michael, he pulls the gun out, gun out and shoots um, McLaughlin in the chest one time. He ended up dying. And the state is saying, police are saying that, you know, he's justified for pulling out a gun and shooting this guy. Now... You know, I'm a very strong believer. You cannot um, tell somebody how to react. Like if you throw, yeah. if you throw a, a spitball at me, right. um, and I get a bat and crack you across the head, mm-hmm. you can't say, "Hey, that's you going too far." Whatever the case is, right? Nah, you can't tell me how to react in certain situations. But in in a thing that I don't think that you know, this this guy that got pushed to the ground, I don't think his life was in danger. Because I think in the article it said that, you know, he probably thought he was going to get pushed or slammed again. And when he just pushed him once, I kind of stepped back a little bit. Because he, 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 and as a man, you have to be able to protect and provide for your family. And if somebody is threatening my family in any way, yeah, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm not going to pull a gun on and shoot you. I'm going to run up to you, push you out the way. What the hell is going on? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And um, this law, again, this whole stand your ground law bullshit you know, has been again more tailored to the white folk and Absolutely. the black people end up getting the shorter end of the stick. And of course, he's not going to be charged. This is bullshit. This is like bullshit. Like, I think staying on ground law needs to be reevaluated a little bit and looked at it as if. Yeah, if something, fa- if, something fa- if something fatal happens and this whole staying ground shit um, comes into play, reword that shit. But like, no, you're at least gonna charge a manslaughter or aggravated right. assault, a deadly weapon, or something. something. But he has literally no Nothing. charges. Right. That and that's an issue. That is a fucking issue. Um. So like, man, I just feel like I'm sitting here on this podcast and I got all these ideas and it's this. We gotta start putting this, some of this stuff out there. Like, I mean, it's getting out there, but we gotta put it into play, like fruition. Right. Like, this just can't just keep happening. Like, at what point 
at what point will it stop? Can't stop to get enough. Like, and, and you know, with all the social media now, this shit has probably been going on forever. Like, not, it's not probably, it has been going on, but now we're starting to see it more because people are putting it out there. Right. Um, so, coupon call, part two. So, um, a lady, um, she wanted to see if we asked, we talked about this last week, right? This is totally different. Wait, is another coupon call? Yes. Which one? The CVS one? No, it's a. I think a Walmart or some some other store. I don't right? know. You gotta talk about this. So one. there was a lady that who had some coupons, right? Mm-hmm. She she saved a ton of money. I think she's buying like you know they sent you. She's buying like detergent. Oh yes, and I like did soap see that. and stuff like that. So this lady is getting the coupons, and this guy is giving her attitude. So guys, so supposedly this guy's the manager, white guy, black lady. Like you already know where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, so. The, the guy is helping her out, but then she has a ton of coupons. Yo, as an adult, part of adulting is saving Find money. Finding ways to save money. Right? So, best believe, as soon as, you know, me and my wife, we able to move into our own place, get our own spot. Best believe, we're looking for coupons, too. Every time we go to BJ's, we go to BJ's, I mean, every, like, two to three months or so, we go to BJ's. We're, we're having, we're bringing the coupon book with us at BJ's, send us in the mail. Mm-hmm. And when we get there, we're going to get a new one to see, okay, what can we save? What well, do we yep. need? Um, yeah. Part of adulting, you got to save money where you can. Where well, you can, yeah. And literally, white people have a show called Extreme Couponing. Oh, yes, where, I've seen where that. Where you literally, wow. at the end of your coup- your spree, people come with a ton of coupons. Sometimes the store end up owing them money, mm-hmm. right? So they bring their bill, like say they 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 their um, grocery list is like the grocery list is long, and the bill comes up to nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. They will literally bring their bill all down to like fifty dollars or four dollars yeah. or ten dollars, whatever the case is. But as soon as and then one thing that he said that really maybe scratched my head, she was like, "You're taking advantage of the system, my mm-hmm. nigga." This is what it's for to right. save money. Wait, to save money. That's up. what the fuck coupons are. And my thing is. What is that doing to affect your paycheck? Nothing. This is a billion dollar industry, and they're paying you a measly thirty to th- maybe forty thousand dollars a year. And you're worried that a person over here trying to save a dollar and seventy five, two seventy five, mm-hmm. or whatever it on was. Essentials, bro. Right. I think she had like a ton of. I like saw detergent, detergent yeah. and stuff on, on the camera. So like, you, and you, they tried to call the police on her. Yeah, he did. People have to understand some things just don't necessarily affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a newspaper every Sunday, and there's coupons in the newspaper. Bro, if, if you live in a house or an they, apartment building, yeah. the people that pass by, the Give little you, small business yes. in the neighborhood, they, they put you. that shit in there. They want you to come in and shop. Right. So... If I'm doing what the people want me to do, they bring me in the store. Okay, okay, guys. Couponing is like a, a trip driver. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to say. Definitely. So, oh, I got this coupon. I can get $5 off of Haagen-Dazs ice cream. You know, Haagen-Dazs is like $15 for paint ties. But anyway, I go in, and I'm a human. Oh, mm, look at those chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, damn it. We do need paper towels. I came in to save $5, but now I'm in up spending 120 Exactly. So it's a trip driver, guys. Mm-hmm. It's ways for companies to make money. And you got to think about the, the, the amount of money that goes into the things that are created. So everything has two different costs. You have a retail cost, you have a buy cost, you have a sale cost. Mm-hmm. And when you factor all three... 
the company still doesn't lose money even when the shit is on sale. Because the buy cost is like four dollars, mm-hmm. and they hike a t-shirt up from four dollars to thirty-five dollars, mm-hmm. and then they sell a t-shirt for thirty-five dollars for the people that don't care mm-hmm. or the people that really like it, and then it goes on sale for, uh, you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five mm-hmm. percent, maybe even up to fifty percent. Mm-hmm. But the store shirts thirty-five dollars, so half of thirty-five is seventeen dollars. Mm-hmm. So they sell it for seventeen dollars. They only bought it at four, so they made thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So you're still making fucking money, coupon call. And it's it's and it's, 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 <laughs> and it's crazy. Um, me and my wife we watch Shark Tank a lot, right? Oh, and God. you know the, these people in these businesses come in. You know, you know the sharks ask them. People come in to like um, have the sharks invest in them so mm-hmm. they can make more money, spread the word, get capital, whatever. And one thing is that the shark the sharks ask them is, you know, what does it cost you to make? Literally, right? There, there was something that somebody was selling. It literally costs this guy. Oh, they cost us eight dollars, eight cents to make, mm-hmm. but they sell it for fifty dollars. Right. The profit margin is huge. It's huge. And and all the sharks get very excited. If it's a guy, he gets his dick hard. If it's a girl, her pussy gets wet. And they're like, oh, that margin, that cost yeah. of margin. Oh my god. So because you're it, making forty nine, forty nine, ninety. Yeah, two. To your cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. forty nine ninety two. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch. God damn it. That's crazy. But yo, uh, and the cops need to find the store, either find the store or put some kind of arrest um, charges against these people. Call the cops, and there's literally no issue to call the cops. Like, again, you, you took the cops out of something. They need a fine. That could be. That's yeah. it. We need to start with fifty dollar fine, and 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 depending on what the situation is, go go up from there. Fifty to hundred to to five hundred to a thousand to fifteen hundred. And, and fuck God, fucking shit. Yeah. I'm just on one today. It's crazy. <sighs> oh God, fucking Carl. Mm-hmm. God damn it, give me something good, Reese. Alright, so Denzel Washington and his wife Pauletta, they've been married for 35 years. God damn. Yeah, Can't think thirty five years. Um, he said the he secret, the secret is to, um, the secret is to a marriage is to. He said, I do what I'm told and I keep my mouth shut. That's that's uh, quote. That's quote. It's verbatim. Yeah, he said. Um, he continues to say, what pops into my head is security, food, and a beautiful home. The difference between a house and a home is that you could buy a house, but it doesn't really make it a home. Mm. Um, and of course, his wife had. You know, they've been together thirty five years. Um. I believe they have four four kids together. Um, when I'm the actor, they are yeah. Um, he's in a new uh, movie, um, um, Black Klansman, and then he plays on um, Ballers too. Right, and he used to he used to be a football player. He used to play for the Detroit Lions. He's oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he stopped that and started acting. So good, wow, good good for him, John yeah. David Washington. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? It's funny. I just I saw the Black Klansman's um, billboard today. Poster, yeah, yeah poster, and um. I saw John, whatever, whatever his name was. John David Washington. Like, oh, I honestly thought of John Q. I was like, oh, I wonder if this is related. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's a secret to to keeping the marriage together because you know you look at Black Hollywood couples, you look at Denzel and Pauletta, you look at Will and Jada, you <sighs> look at um, who else been married for a long time. You know, you, you know Dwayne and Tisha Martin. They just they got divorced. No, for uh, real. Yeah, bro. That's old news. They got divorced. Jesus Christ. Um, so you look at these black couples. Samuel Jackson, his wife, whoever she is. Yeah, whoever she. Yeah, she. They've been married for a mm-hmm. long time as well. So you look at them and you think, damn, what's 
what's there to to get um because finding somebody especially in this this social media age is difficult right um where when back in the day when you used to actually get to know the person you have to you talk to them you you um you get to know them whatever the case is there's not necessarily like a barrier mm-hmm you know, put up in front of them for you to keep you guys apart so they could keep up a facade or something like that. Um, but now, you know, people already, people will show you the highlights of their life, right? Yeah. People will throw it on Twitter, on Instagram, whatever. So you think you have a certain perception of a person and you don't really know, hey, that's not really who I am. So <clears throat> for them to be together for 35 years. That's a long time. That's a long time pre-social media, and I think that's great. But now I think it's more difficult in order to, to start a new relationship. I've been with my wife twelve years. That's the only thing that was out when we got together was MySpace and Sconex. Um, you remember Sconex? <coughs> um, I remember MySpace. Those only MySpace was a problem. Yeah, those are the two things that were, I don't know. You can't really do much on MySpace. So take pictures and. Put music on your page and put pictures, whatever the case is. So, I think now it's more difficult, you know, to truly get to know who who a person is, truly get to know their intentions of things. And I think that um, this is great for them to be together for for this long, um, for thirty five years, and they're still kicking. They're out living. They look happy, you know. You, yeah. You don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. You, but you look, you look but, happy. Hey, you know, he's a damn good actor. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the tips. Yep. Uh, do what I'm told. Keep on my shirt. I'll try, Denzel. I'll try. <laughs> Just look at Reese going down. Mm-hmm. Police held Vin Rains at gunpoint in his own home at the neighbor told 911 that a large black man had broken in. Uh, how the fuck you don't know who your neighbors are? And uh, how the fuck you don't know who Vin Rains is? That's one. I'm pretty sure the neighbor was white. God damn it, Reese. I told you give me something good. You gave me something good and you bring me right. God. Yeah, we supposed to end on the high note, but yo, um, and I, I think that I think Vig Rames, he was on it on an interview. Maybe he's promoting uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, that's probably why he's out talking about it. Um, yeah, so he was held at gunpoint, yo. Um, it's crazy and scary in your own home. Um, he said that he heard a knock on the door. Um, somebody opened. He opened the door and saw that um, the officer had his gun drawn and it was pointed at him. So he was like, yo, um, open the door, whatever the case is. And later on, they find out that, you know, he is who he is. is Vin fucking Rames. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later on, they said they went to the neighbor that called the cops. And the neighbor said, I didn't call the cops. Somebody lying oh, here. Oh, God. Somebody lying here. Somebody needs to get shot. It's fucking crazy. God damn it, Reese. God. Yeah. Shit. And it's probably most, most cuss cursing. That we've said, I'm, I'm goddamn twenty one weeks. God shit. That, that you said. God. Yeah. So it's it's another it's another incident where you know a black man is not even saving his own home. It, it is. It's just disappointing. I'm sorry, Ben. This is the sports section. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Des Bryant and Brown was talking about a possible deal. This is why I'm heard about this. Why? Well, because Des Bryant told the Ravens no. Okay, all right. Fuck you, one. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't go to the damn same conference as us. Him and Josh Gordon. Ooh. Jesus fucking crazy. And then Josh they got and um. Dude from the Dolphins, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, and Landry. Mm-hmm. And then you got Baker. You got Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. And, and then who they running back? 
Um, like uh, some Duke Duke Johnson, Duke Johnson. and yeah, someone else. And somebody like, else, like bro, like what the fuck, bro? Don't fucking do that, Des. Des trying to come over there for that. He won the winning shit, man. I seen today the Ravens trying to get another damn cornerback. They <laughs> trying to get prepared for the Dez. fucking Browns, and then and then we got Roethlisberger on the other end. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What what? Mr. I can't miss a fucking catch. Hey, man. I dropped, I caught 109 passes. I dropped four. Antonio Brown. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Good thing they got rid of Montavious Bryant since that's to Oakland. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. But who else to, um, they got Le'Veon Bell. Hopefully this nigga don't play because they won't give him his fucking nah, money. Nah, he's going to play, bro. He's a weapon on the field. Listen. Yeah. For my sake in my conference. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't play. <laughs> Alright, Jesus Christ. Yo, football is back, yo. Finally. I'm really excited about that. I'm excited, sir. So, fuck Jerry Jones. What's his name? That's his name? Jerry Jones. Fuck him. Yeah. Who is he? He's the owner and CEO and the GM of the Cowboys. Number one richest franchise in all of sports. It's America. It's America's it's team, It's America's baby. team. And I can't wait to see how much money he loses here with his antics. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause he and what pisses me off about him is can we he, tell them? Can we tell them what what he said or what he did? Nah, fuck that. They're gonna figure it out in a second. What I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. He was on his knees with them during the season. Yeah. Arms folded, arms locked, and all that. All, all for the protest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the NFLPA drops this new shit saying, "Oh, you can stay in the locker room, or if you come out, you can't. You gotta get fined." And he says, "No, my players are coming out to the floor." Mm-hmm. Well, no, bitch. I'm not. You're not going to tell me what to do. Grown-ass man. And I'm a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know. Half of my heart. But anyway. Um, don't rock with me here. Right. Don't Come be, out with a new rule and then tell me I can't even follow the new rule. Don't be flip-flopping. Now, yeah, again, what's up? with with uh, with the Cowboys probably being the most popular, most recognized NFL team in the, in the entire league... And especially them being named America's team, they don't want they don't want to smoke with when anybody try to boycott. Plus, they said that Jerry Jones and the Cowboys they're gonna continue their relationship with Papa John's. Even everybody else are now official pizza NFL wow. is uh, pizza. Wow, mm-hmm. Jerry's is on fucking Jerry's world. Mm-hmm. He's on his own shit. So you know what? The only reason why they was America's team is because of the nineties. This is before that, bro. When? I've been America's team since Roger Starback was a quarterback. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. My fault. My mm-hmm. fault. I'll take that back. Mm-hmm. My fault. But the 90s really blew their asses yeah. up, too. Yeah. I feel, I'm sorry, Starback. I didn't mean to disrespect you, but fuck you. So, Daz Bryant actually went off on the Cowboys um, on Twitter. And I've been actually loving this that they, um, that, uh, you know, these sports people have been. You know, they, they fed up. You know, like, they don't want to hear this shit no more. Basically, I, I can't find a tweet right now. But basically, he was saying the play calling by whoever the play caller is was basically trash. And that's a lot of the reason why they wasn't able to do the things they was able to do. Um, and he said, you know, like he just went in. Like, he, he, he said he got a lot of stuff uh, that he could say. He just don't want to say it all. Um, he's not clueless. Jerry was the only one clueless. Um, called uh, Sean Lee a snake. Um, like he went in. I mean, he just went in. Um, people trying to say he's bitter because he's not on the team. Um, I, that's not true. Des Bryant's still a great. I mean, he came off an injury, but he's still a great wide receiver. Um, I would not not guard him. Um, I would consider him top top 
15 wide receivers in the league right now? Right now, yeah. yeah. I think he passed his prime. I think he's... Yeah, he's definitely passed his prime. Primes are short in the yeah. NFL. Mm-hmm. You get like three years. That's your prime. Um, but anything you want to say about that? Uh, nah, I don't really care about Dez or the Cowboys. So, moving on to NBA. <laughs> Clint Capella is staying in Houston. I told people that he was going to stay. I think he signed five years, $90 million um, contract with Houston Rockets. So, they definitely needed him to... Um, Get over that hump of the Warriors because he played a big. He plays a big role with the Warriors. But now that the Warriors have DeMarcus Cousins, I don't know how that's really going to even matter anymore. But we'll see. Um, KD sounded off on some haters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to K- KD and I, I listen to CJ McCollum's podcast with KD on, and KD talked about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he really like uh, what's the word? Shifted things around to. Uh, kind of avoid your question. He never really answered the question about like you know why would he sign the Warriors right. and he said why wouldn't I? Um, he he said a lot of stuff on the podcast, but he he um sorry uh, he also said that um something that made me lose a little res- little a little respect for him, but in retrospect he he said that he did it for himself. So he was like, first of all, basically he said he didn't want to be the face of the NBA. He didn't want to be the you know the head honcho of the NBA. He didn't want to be the next LeBron James, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, like everything he does gets scrutinized, so he can't basically he can't face all the scrutiny that comes with being the face of the NBA. He also said that watch. He said he wanted to work on his he he worded it as is he wanted to work on his craft. Um, so he decided to join the Warriors to get better as a player in the NBA. That's what he said. Um, I can I can swear to God I'll play the fucking clip right now. It's twenty three minutes and fifty eight seconds in. <laughs> I was so mad when he said shit. I took it as is I don't wanna be a real competitor and me being on the Warriors makes it easier for me to be a competitor. And to win championships. And to win championships. So I think that was just a bullshit a little excuse. Um and then he talked about like Boogie Cousins a little bit. Um but um, you know, he's Deflecting a lot of things that's coming his way just by putting it back on him. Like, oh, why? Like, reporters asking him, like, why are you mad? Why are you upset? He's like, I'm not mad. Did I say I was mad? Why do you think I'm mad? Mm-hmm. I mean, how you just assume I'm mad? So he's doing a lot of things to deflect it against him, away from him. And he's just telling people, shut the fuck up. All, all KD wants to do is hoop. And a lot of people say they'll respect that. But at the same time, it's just like, the words, bro. You and, you, you and, Russell Westbrook was the guys. Like, y'all could have been a legit dynasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway. <sighs> uh, Melo is going to join the Rockets, but he hasn't officially signed yet. So, that is coming in the near future. Um, so, uh, so to my understanding, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony hasn't signed with the Rockets yet. Because they, I mean, with the, um, yeah, with the Rockets yet. Because... He wants a jersey from the Atlanta Hawks with his name on the back before he signs with another team. Why? I have no why. I have no idea. Uh, the article says Carmelo Anthony may never actually wear Atlanta Hawks uniform during the NBA game, but he reportedly is looking to get his hands on a keep safe for the latest shop stop of his career. So he wants the jersey before he actually signs with the Rockets. Okay. Yeah. That's strange. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. But guys, it is time for Tafa Tafa Tafa. Tafa. 
Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. Send us your, <clears throat> send us your top five in our DMs, mm-hmm. or send email us at uh, mostly everything podcast at gmail.com. That's Listen, right. watch how y'all sliding them DMs, cause Miss George, she be sliding in it. Yeah, she be watching, she be lurking, but uh, just let her know it's all business, baby. It's all business, we promise. <laughs> all right, so this week's episode 21 top five is top five actors, baby. So as an avid um, movie watcher, movie reviewer, um, I love movies because, you know, they take you away. Um, they let you escape the troubles and, you know, the um, your problems that's just going in your life. And they make you think sometimes, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, you want to start this uh, top five? Actually, actors? since I won last week, you can start. Uh, fine, fine, whatever. <laughs> so, I wanted, I wanted to so throw. I will be nice. I'll try to help you out. I wanted to be gender neutral and just throw some female actresses in here too, because they are actors. You know, we don't want to separate them, but uh, I guess we can make an actress list. Uh, yeah, maybe I, next I, week I, I want. To, I feel like the females deserve their own category. So okay, that's fair. <laughs> All right, so my number five, top five um, actors is Willard Smith, Will Smith, top five. Um, of course, some of his best work um, expand from the 90s all the way to now. He's coming out with Gemini Man. He's going to be the genie. Can't wait to see He's going to be the genie in the live action, live action Aladdin. He's going to be in Bright 2. Uh, a lot of good stuff coming on from Mr. Will Smith. All right, so who's your number five? Well... A little disappointed that you put my uncle so low, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad at you, but I am mad at you. Okay. If that makes any fucking sense. But I would have to go. My number five would have to be. I want to toss up. I really want to toss up. On, I'm coming with it. I'm Let's coming go. with Let's it. <laughs> Why are you rushing me, man? My guy, my guy. It will be Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. He's been in. I think he's the. the he's played in so many fucking movies, bro. Like over four hundred movies. And I think he made the most money out of all the actors ever. That's a lot, like ever, because he's been in movies so since many, like the eighties. Yeah. Like every year, there's a movie with him coming out since he got the the Marvel role or whatever as um Sam, as um Nick Fury. All right, so I, I respect that. <laughs> Whoa, you said a lot there. I respect that. Um. My number four. Can I go ahead with my number mm-hmm. four? My number four top five actor is Samuel Jackson. I respect um, that. So shout out to Samuel Jackson, number four on my top five list. Mm. Who's your number four? So I really don't have a number four. I'm trying to figure it out right now. So you say you was ready. Bro. I have my Come list, on, bro. Listen, I have my list, but I'm I'm hard. You know what my issue is? Is when I gotta put them in order. Nice, nah, son. Um, but I would say Johnny Depp. Is my mm, number four. Okay. Johnny Depp. I respect that. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Blow. Edward Scissorhands. Jump Street. Edward Chocolate. Scissorhands. Ch- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Um, you had okay. S- S- Sweeney Todd. You mm. had Gilbert Grape. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I really started liking him. Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Like he played in some some some, some good movies. And it's it's like so such a big variety. Mm-hmm. I cannot. Appreciate his work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So I respect that. All right. So my number three top five actors is Mr. Tom Hanks. That's a good one. Tom Hanks is a great actor. To me, he's probably a little too low on my list. He should be a lot higher. But Tom Hanks, great. Um, from Big to um, that was my movie. Oh my god. Castaway. Oh, he plays such a good role in Castaway. Um, I want. 
to Woody to, on um, the terminal on, saving Pirate Ryan. Yeah, um, to, to to Woody on Toy Story. You know what I didn't see? What? Captain Phillips or Scully? Oh yeah, those those two um, those two movies is great. Yep. Captain Phillips was dope. Look, and we talked about he played in Green Mile. We talked mm-hmm, about that's um, right. who we talked about just now. The last the last Big Rings wasn't in Green Mile. Who was that then? That was who was the green who was the big guy? That was um, Fem- Fem- Duncan. Fem- no, oh yeah, Christopher Duncan. Chris, yeah, my fault. My number three is Willard Smith. Okay, yeah, right, I respect it. Yeah. All right, so my number two is Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, it's my number my two is guy. Leonardo DiCaprio too. It's my guy, Leo. My, my and our number ones are the same too. I'm not feeling this list. Leo. Leo is. He just he just won his first Oscar for playing uh, in The Revenant. Um, and he's he should have won. He he's been playing. I like Shutter Island. Titanic. Um, um Shutter Island was good. Shutter Wolf, Island was dope. The Wolf uh, on Wall Street is like literally Wolf my life. Wolf. Like and he should have won for that. Oh my god, he his role in that was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, he played a good role in the Jingle too. The Great Gatsby was good. Mm-hmm. Oh god, all, all the, Blood all Diamond was, was good. good. Gangs in New York. Jesus Christ, I'm going through some of his shit right now. So, who's your number one? Denzel Washington, baby. <laughs> Mine, too. Uh, he I'm not won. feeling this list. We he, got three three out of five. That's fine. He should have won for Malcolm X. Um, he Absolutely. didn't win Oscar. He won for Training Day, of course. Yeah. Um, he should have won for... He he won, He won. did want to... I believe he won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in Philadelphia with him and Tom Hanks mm-hmm. um, in the 90s. Um, he played so many roles. Yeah, What's your man. favorite Denzel movie? Off the off the off right now, and I I just watched one last night. Man, there's so many. I just watched one last night. The, if you got the, the first thing to come to your head when you think Denzel, what is it? Uh, Malcolm X. Malcolm X. That's your mm-hmm. favorite. It's not wrong with that. Um, I watched Roman J Israel Esquire. I never saw. Oh that. my that's god, good? so good. Watched okay, it um but... two nights ago. With my wife when I came mm-hmm. home. Gotcha. Um, but my first Denzel movie is it's not. It's not like it's my favorite, but when I think Denzel, yeah. the first thing I come I think of is American Gangster. Mm, that shit was so good. Have you seen Hurricane? Yes, that's Hurricane so good. Carter, yeah. So good, so good. I think I've seen um, probably like a good eighty percent of his movies. I think I've seen most of them. Um, he's to- top billing even now with Equalizer Two. He's sixty three years old, getting top billing, bro. It's crazy. In action movies, kicking ass and taking names. Oh, you know what? We forgot. He didn't play a lot, but he got games. Oh yeah, that was yeah, shit. Jesus with him and Jesus Shuttleworth. Yeah, Antoine yeah. Fisher. Antoine Fisher. Dirk Luke, he's one of my favorite actors too. Uh, that was yeah, the guy yeah. I was looking for. Yeah. But he don't, he don't, he, he don't put do anything. Yeah. yeah, my wife met him. She was, he was just dropped off a car. Right. But um, my number one is Denzel as well, guys. Mm-hmm. So yeah, send us your top five um, actors to our DMs or email us at mosteverythingpodcast at gmail.com. It's been a great episode twenty one. Uh, this episode should be out Sunday or maybe even Monday. My God, we'll see. My God, it should be out in five minutes. We'll what, you, what you about to do? We'll hey man, I got it. I have I have an oxtail right here. I'm about to devour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I gotta to go it. upstairs. I'm I think I'm gonna write that 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 Israel. Um, a watch that, bro. It's so good, so good. Um, what do you gotta do tomorrow? I gotta return. What do you do Monday? Hey man, Tuesday. Sleeping. Wednesday. Sleeping. I'm on an extended PTO. You heard? Um, but yo, thanks for rocking with us another week, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, see you next week for episode 22. Peace.